if even if for example you are diagnosed with a mental health concern or a mental disorder um god can use that no to actually to god can use that and all that affliction and even that situation for you to speak truth about how god is how god's love is being poured out to you even though you are experiencing such um such predicament mm-hmm. okay yeah. so yeah so hindi ibig sabihin na you have that disorder para na possess ka na to all right mental health concern or mental disorder is the same as other physical sickness no like halimbawa nilalagnat kakailangan din ng gamot yeah. di ba uh-huh. kaya naman um you know parang you have say cancer or something kailangan mo ng therapy no or something like that mental health state can also be like that it can happen like that. Hi, welcome to 4 a.m. with Paula Silvasa, where we ride on a roller coaster that will never unbuckle, and we journey together in this whole conundrum called life. Welcome back to 4am with Paula Silvasa. We're now in our second season. Can you believe that we're in our second season? And for today, we're going to have our third episode for the second season. Recap for last time, um, we actually uh, talked about, or I shared rather, my story about my bipolar journey. So I was interviewed by the a co-founder and my associate director at Mind Love Movement which we're going to launch yay we're going to launch it this coming 29th of May 2021 so if you want to join us you can join us at our Facebook page on uh, Mind Love Movement and Unify Worship that's going to start at 7 o'clock p.m. sharp And uh, it's going to be a night of fun and, and, and encouragement and worship and words. So I hope that you can go ahead and spread the word. Tell your friends about it. People with mental health struggles, people who don't have mental health struggles. Everyone's welcome. Your family, your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your dogs, your cats. Everyone's welcome because here... At my love movement at 4 a.m. and at Unify Worship, we just want to uh, journey with you and do lives with you and uh, point everyone back to the love of Christ. So there you go. Um, that's uh, my announcement for today, for this episode, for this show specifically. And you know, for today's Uh, for today's episode, um, our show, I'm so excited to share with you guys who we are going to have a chit-chat with. Because the first um, episode for the second season, I had a chit-chat with the administrative head of My Love Movement, and that's Ella Pineda. She also shared her story, um, her journey on uh, bipolar On her bipolar, she shared her story on how she, you know, dealt and still dealing with bipolar and PTSD, just like myself. 
Um, she actually has bipolar too. And then the week after that, we uh, uh, we published an episode of my bipolar journey, my own bipolar journey. And then the week after that, we took a break, you know, because sometimes you got to take a break. You got to take a breather. And then this week is a very special week because I have with me right now very busy tong person na to, you know, and very in demand, you know, here and there and everywhere, very internationalish. Yeah, so uh, today we're gonna be having a chit-chat with my, with one of my besties. Yes, from the Charmed Ones. We call ourselves the Charmed Ones. And um, he is actually a licensed psychometrician. And aside from that, he is also a spoken word artist. Can you believe that? That's so, I know, that's so, that, that's so posh, you know, a spoken word artist. And he is also a pastor, definitely someone that, you know, people look up to, a spiritual leader himself. So with no further ado, let me introduce to you one of my besties, my friend, and um, the person who, um, whom God used so that I can start, you know, with my healing process, my healing journey. Let us all welcome Philip Arandia, soon to be Dr. Philip Arandia. Hi, Beshi. Hi, Paula. Hi, dear. <laughs> Uh, correction, I'm a supervised psychotherapist. Now I'm still oh, working on the license. Okay. Okay? So yeah. hopefully, na this year, no? Kasi mm-hmm. it has been um, delayed no? because of the pandemic. And yeah. it's an honor to be with you tonight. Thank you. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. Oh, the back. But you being licensed psychometrician because we declare na natin yun. that's going to happen. Uh, prophetic. But that's what I'm doctor, doctor, because I know that it's going to happen. Uh, yeah, uh, but I'm trying to take my license on being a psychologist. No? So, yeah, let's declare that. Yeah, so thank you again for joining us mm-hmm. um, in this episode. Kasi alam ko maraming matututunan ang mga tao, especially, you know, Christians out there who also have <laughs> mental health struggles. Um, for all of you who, who don't know, actually, um, ang nag-diagnose po sa akin, uh, kailangan the person to blame, no, I'm just kidding. Ang nag so that I can, you know, start my healing journey is Philip. Because during that time when I was already having suicidal tendencies and ideations and thoughts and whatnot, um, lead ng professor namin sa ATS to he he um advised me to seek professional help already. Um, it was Philip who was really there. He was really, you know, um. I'm very instrumental to to my healing and I am I will be eternally grateful to him for that and I always thank the Lord for your life. So today, um can you tell us something about yourself? Para naman makilala ka pa ng mga tao. Not so formal but anything about yourself. Ano ba? So I've been in the clinical profession for almost seven years already. Wow. I'm also teaching an undergrad psychology in UP. 
Delaman Extension Program in Pampanga and Messiah College Foundation. So Messiah College Foundation is a Christian college, no, and they offer we offer psychology subjects and psychology courses. If some of you want to pursue psychology later on, you might want to consider Messiah College Foundation as yeah. especially if you're a Christian, no, because it's an intentionally Christian college. What else? Um, I've been doing uh spoken word poetry for almost i think four years already i'm part of tadhana a poetry collective and i'm also a pastor okay so medyo maraming ginagawa talaga <laughs> so i to say you i told you guys he's a busy 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 bee yeah so this yeah. got it yeah but so no, i'm I'm a low-key army pala. Like, I love BTS. BTS. <laughs> so, you're an army pala. I didn't know low that. Low-key Low-key. Like, I'm not involved in any, uh, I know, yung organized fan club talaga. Like, I support lang silent. Like, you don't buy, ano, their merch? Hindi pa ako pumupunta. Dadaan ako pumunta sa ganoong level. Okay. But no judgment for those who do that. Oh, naman. Oh, naman. Kasi, pero sino yung favorite mo na, ano, BTS member, if that's what you call it. Jungkook. So, because I love how he colors his hair every single time. So, yeah. Ang kilala ko doon, kilala ko rin si Jungkook, pero kilala ko rin si ano, pero ang gusto ko sa kanila, si Jin? Ah, si Jin. He's a funny, oh, he's a funny guy. Like, may mga antics siya na talagang sobrang wala, cute lang talaga niya. Para siyang, um, para sa cartoon na who you know parang nabuhay parang out of the cartoons parang ganoon yung nangyari sa kanya came out into life totoo ang, diba? ang cute cute nila so, diba yeah so hello sa mga armies natin diyan na nakikinig so hindi tayo we don't you know shy away from from K-pop although I'm not really a fan of Korean like Korean drama and all that kasi mas mo western ako but I you know I have a hold high the purple heart you yes because ha- it's my favorite thing diba right yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah um <laughs> napunta na tayo sa K-pop pero that's a good, you know that's a good um way of, you know, relieving stress as well. Kasi parang ako, for me, if, you know, I listen to their song, I, 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 wa- I was able to listen to one of their songs. Yung Dynamite, kasi yun yung pinakasigat, diba? Sobrang tuntua ako sa kanya. Ang ganda. Ang ganda. So what I like about, so what I like about BTS is they have, I know it, they have advocacies. And oh, I think I mental see. health is part of their advocacy. Oh, I see. And that is what we're going to talk about. Ang galing ng transition natin, yay! So, speaking of mental health, and since it's a, it's a, sorry, it's just the advocacies ng, ng, ng BTS, um, and you already mentioned uh, mental health. Now, my question is this, Philip. What is your understanding of mental health or mental illness? Being someone who's practicing, you know, practicing um, psychology and siyempre theology, diba? Um, mm-hmm. Being, you know, parang you're like 
alam mo yung sa Tagalog, namamangka sa dalawang ilog. Parang ganun yung Because <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely, there's gonna be like an interplay, an integration mm-hmm. of psychology and theology. Kasi usually, diba, um, it's either you're a psychologist or you're a pastor or you're a theologian. Hindi siya ganun kadalas. The we encounter, it's not every day that we encounter someone who's practicing, who's practicing psychology and at the same time is, you know, involved in um involved in church activities or is actually a pastor diba? so how is that for you how do you deal with that and how how what is your understanding of mental health as someone who practices both mm-hmm. um mental health because it's a state of well-being eh. when you say about when you talk about well-being parang it reminds you of the biblical concept of shalom, right? Ooh. So shalom is more than peace. It's about the well-being and even the um, the wellness of the person in in the different aspects of his or her life. So that would mean, you know, there's a kind of um, stability in his or her um, psychological state, mental state, you know, um, it's not just an absence of conflict or peace or, or, you know, the presence of peace, but it's really more on, so it's very dynamic when you talk about mental health. Yeah. You're talking about all this part of the individual wherein his or wherein he or she realizes yung kanyang potential, mm-hmm. nakaka-cope siya sa kanyang mga problems, no? Mm-hmm. The person is productive and meron din siya, nakaka-contribute din siya sa kanyang community. Mm-hmm. So whatever community that person might be, all right? So all these factors coming in together, that's what mental health is. The person is functional. Yeah. The person can cope with the stresses of life. Mm-hmm. He can, he or she can think about the future and even realize yung kanyang mga strengths and potential. So that's mental health. Yung kaibahan nun sa mental disorder is your natural challenge itong mga factors na to. So kung hindi ka na nakakapag-function in life, hindi ka nakakakope with the stresses of life, mm-hmm. all right? Or hindi mo na realize yung potential mo, then more often than not, you might be experiencing a mental health concern. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's so that's so ano, educating. You know, it's so full of um it's so full of learning now i believe many people can really glean a lot of things from what you said na kasi um nowadays diba parang actually not just nowadays um more often than not um inaassume kasi ng maraming tao especially uh, specifically christians pag sinabing mental health they always say na it's demonic right Ah, uh, may mm. demonic possession. May but that person has demonic possession or um, mm. illness is is a a sin, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, ang tendency ng mga tao who have mental health struggles, they automatically think na okay, I'm gonna go to hell, right? Because I have mm-hmm. you know I have bipolar, I have depression, I'm suffering. From anxiety and 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 battling depression, de ba? So ganon automatically yung naiisip nala. So dahil dun sa mga sinabi mo, sobrang helpful niya. Um, not just for me, of course, but dun sa mga makakapakinig nito, um, who are, you know, 
kapatid natin in the faith, and kahit hindi natin kapatid in the faith, they can understand na there really has to be a holistic approach. Kasi, like what I mentioned in my previous, um, uh, in one of my podcasts, I said that we are multifaceted beings and God created us as multifaceted beings, right? So the approach to caring for people with mental health struggles has to be a holistic approach. Now, mentioning that people with mental health struggles or those people who um, view people with mental health struggles as demonic or um, that they have a you know sin because they consider mental illness as as a sin how what can you say about that does really is really mental illness a sin or or, or having mental illness is like you know being demo, de, uh having you know demonic possession do you really um do, you, do can we really view it as that mm-hmm. um yung ganung belief is very stigmatizing no mm-hmm. when you say stigmatizing that's an unfair attitude towards the group of people who has mental health concern. And mahirap uh, yung stigma kasi ano, that brings shame to the person. So instead of the person um, seeking help from professionals who can deal, say, with the mental health struggle, nahihiya or natatakot na ngayon yung tao to actually go out there and seek help. Yeah. Yung sinasabi na is mental health a sin, actually siguro yung, ang hindi talaga yung sin yung tanong doon eh, pero yung tanong na is mental health consequence of sin. Mm-hmm. Parang ganun. Yeah. ba? Diba? Or kaya parang is it a demonic possession. Um, kung titingnan natin, for example, yung mga accounts sa New Testament wherein yung mga disciples and even Jesus, you know, um, casting out demons from people who are seemingly exhibiting, you know, um, deviant or weird behavior. Parang may makikita kang similarities, no? Say for a person who has schizophrenia, yung mga ganon, no? yung may mga hallucinations. But it doesn't mean that similar yung kanila description, eh, it is already same or it is already the same. So, hindi ibig sabihin na similar yung mga symptoms. Kung titingnan mo halimbawa yung, ano, no, yung mga criteria for a mental health disorder, saka doon sa mga accounts sa Bible, hindi ibig sabihin nun ay it's talking about the same thing. Yes. Are you with me? Yes. Um, thinking for example that the mental illness or the mental disorder is a consequence of sin we have to recognize that after the fall the creation and even especially human beings we have been suffering physically emotionally mentally mm. right uh-oh but it doesn't mean that if you're for example diagnosed with a mental health concern eh, it's already a consequences of your sin or the consequences of the sins of your father yeah. or your mother or your parents right yeah. okay you remember when jesus was was asked by the disciples John 9, uh-huh. about the blind man mm-hmm. and they were asking is if is this blind man was blind because of his sin or the consequences of ano, diba, of of uh, of his parents sin yes but then Jesus was adamant and very serious when he said, no, mm-hmm. this person's affliction was actually there because it will give glory to God. In other words, if even if, for example, you are diagnosed with a mental health concern or a mental disorder, um, God can use that no, to actually, to, God can use that 
ano, that affliction and even that situation for you to speak truth about how God is how God's love is being poured out to you even though you are experiencing such um such predicament mm-hmm. okay yeah. so yeah so hindi ibig sabihin na you have that disorder para na possess ka na all right mental health concern or mental disorder is the same as other physical sickness no like halimbawa nilalagnat kakailangan din ng gamot yeah. di ba uh-huh. kaya naman um you know parang you have say cancer or something kailangan mo ng therapy no or something like that mental health state can also be like that it can happen like that no yeah so good Wala? no um yeah uh so good i mean that's how you should explain it mental illness and um how it's really you know how it's really this perhaps you know addressed in the bible in such a way na hindi siya um dehumanizing right because mm-hmm. the tendency is that when people with mental health struggles that are christians people tend to dehumanize the person because of the stigma like what you said but i think what we should learn talaga in the process is for us to rehumanize people with mental health struggles because we are also humans and start the stigmatizing mental illness right and treat you know like what i always say and you know discuss in you know in my podcasts or in talks even preachings that you know the brain is also just another organ and if it needs medicine or treatment about why should we um uh like bakit natin ipagkakait yung sa brain why should we treat it as something na um parang so unspiritual and stuff like that kapag nagtreat natin treat natin ng brain right so yeah Now, you mentioned that, you know, the spiritual aspect and, you know, what the Bible says about it. Um, it may not be direct. The Bible may not directly address it. Mm-hmm. Pero makikita natin doon, if you're really gonna, you know, read, parang kumbaga, read between the lines um, and, and really study the context of it, we will be able to see that the Bible is really addressing mental illness there. And with that, since we're living in such an age where, you know, we have the media social media the you know we have um what do you, what else, what else do we have like movies and shows my question is this um do you think uh philip that mental illness is accurately portrayed in the media or is it shown too much or not enough i mean na address ba to ng um media in such a way na na present nila in such a way na um, mas maintindihan ng tao or lalo lang nagkakaroon ng stigma because of it. Kasi I've watched a film um, I, I think a couple of months ago and I, natuwa talaga ako dun how, how, they, how they delivered it. Pero there's this a movie, you know, remember when I watched The Perks of Being a Wallflower and sobrang nag-trigger siya sa akin. Pero kasi sobrang accurate nila how they portrayed it kasi I experienced it firsthand. So, you, what's your take on that? Um, I think some shows portray it naman accurately, no? Mm-hmm. However, 
some mental disorders has been sensationalized. Yeah. Especially, for example, when you talk about yung mga horror films, yung mga horror genre, mm-hmm. wherein they would portray um, a person with, say, a personality disorder who is like murderous, nefarious, or something like that. Yeah. And, and so, ano nangyayari? Parang, that brings about misinformation and even stigma na parang, oh no, nababaliw na pala itong isang taong to, so baka gawin niya din to. No? So siguro, in that sense, it's too much. So it is very important then to, ano no, to put like a trigger warning or like the disclaimer doon sa film and maging responsible sila, okay, when it comes to portraying such, okay? So, halimbawa yung mga um, TV shows like, um, um, 12 Reasons Why or something like that. <laughs> or something like that, right? Dapat may mga disclaimer siya and even mga trigger warning mm-hmm. because they can actually be so vivid that it might trigger some kind of, say, um, suicidal copycat. Yung mga ganon. And yung mga, it might, it might elicit or even steer some kind of suicidal thoughts or suicidal plan, okay? So the the media has to be really, really careful about that. And I'm also like talking to our listeners here, no? Whenever you talk about mental health, you know, suicide or even mental health concern, you always put a trigger warning, no? Para at least yung mga tao who are experiencing any of this mental health concern, meron silang warning na, okay, okay um, itong mababasa ko will talk about this one. So hindi sila matrigger. So, no, so we can create a safe, a virtual safe space for everyone by actually doing that. All right. So whenever, for example, I post something on social media, even if I, even if I, if I mentioned briefly about suicide, no, I put that on a trigger warning, a brief mention of suicide or something like that. All right. Yeah. So good. Thank you for that. Thank you for answering that, Philip. And and then um, I want to move quickly to my next question, no. Um, because you mentioned the word safe, um, safe place or safe space. Now, my question is this. As a psychologist um, and a pastor, how do you, you know, how do we reconcile? Since we mentioned about, we talked about the uh, spiritual aspect and psychological aspect. Now, how do we reconcile the tension between psychology and spirituality when it comes to uh, mental illness and you know the m- mental health in general there's a there's a there's sometimes there's a there's an understanding na parang ah nagka-clash ata yung sinasabi ng bible and even sinasabi ng psychology no so kaya nandoon yung thinking that there's a tension but if you recognize that both fields actually talk about can talk about and can enrich our understanding of human experience then if you if you come from that reference point that both psychology and even our faith can actually talk about human experience all right can actually nurture our understanding of human experience then ano no man nurture yung buhay natin and we will recognize that both has a contribution for us to understand ourselves, our mental health struggles. No, one of my professors in PhD told us that um, psychology 
um, informs theology and theology enlightens psychology. In other words, we recognize na even yung mga social sciences na field and even yung science na field, we recognize them as something that can contribute to our understanding of human beings. That okay, and so we get that. You no, know, what we can learn from this, say, secular subjects, all right, and incorporate that to our understanding of humanity on what the Bible says, on what our faith says. Okay, so in that sense, I think you no, know, that's how I reconcile that tension. Then not necessarily na magkaaway sila. In yeah. fact, you can integrate them together. No, you can integrate them together. Kasi halimbawa, yung konsepto ng sin, no? Kasi yung konsepto ng sin, maaaring it can heighten our feelings of anxiety and depression, eh. Okay? Yung um, existential questions, now what is my purpose in life, or something like that. This, those are actually spiritual questions, okay? And our faith can somehow give an answer to that, can give meaning to that question, Okay? Mm-hmm. So, in other words, it can really enrich. No, yung psychology and even our spirituality can really enrich our understanding of humanity. Okay? That is so good. Especially when you said um, about informing and enriching. I remember um, saying, uh, like yung introduction ko kasi sa podcast, um, I told them that, you know, we can always use an interdisciplinary approach because um, like psychology and other disciplines can um, enrich our faith and theology. Right? You don't have to shy away from that. God can um, use other disciplines to enrich, you know, um, our faith and theology. And that is um, something that, we should always consider, I believe, you know, because um, I think um, sometimes nagiging very traditional as ang tingin nagkakaroon ng divide between spirituality and quote-unquote um, secular um, secular things or secular, kasi nilalagyan nila ng label na secular. And alam naman natin na may malalim na reason yun. If we're gonna trace it back, um, parang it happened, um, nung time ng nag-divide nagkaroon ng division between you know the Catholics and the Protestants and that's another whole topic na pwede nating i-explore in the future um but yeah um that is so good sobrang I, I, I've learned a lot dun pa lang sa answer mo dun sa question number four I'm really I am it's like a jaw-dropping answer galing sobrang galing I'm so proud to be your friend you know <laughs> <laughs> so proud to be your friend. So yeah, um, by mentioning that, um, I think it's safe to ask this question. You know, so for you, because kailang nakita natin na hindi sila magkaaway psychology and spirituality and faith and theology. Hindi sila magkakaaway. You know, um, by saying that. My my next question would be, since hindi sila magkakaaway, um, what do you think is um, the role? Kasi alam naman natin yung role ng psychology when it comes to people's mental health, right? Now, how about the church? What do you think is the role of the church in caring for people with mental health struggles? 
being, you know, we should be at the forefront offering hope, then why, what should be its role? Um, since I believe calling, isa yun sa calling ng Panginoon sa buhay ng, ng sa buhay ng bawat isang Kristiyano. Mm-hmm. You mentioned it already, the role is to care. Mm-hmm. No? Kasi ang tendency for the church is to be curative. Na parang ang framework natin is we have the cure, no? na parang nasa atin yung sagot, okay? Without us realizing that first and foremost, before Jesus answered question, he cared first, no? He went to the slum areas. He went to, you know, to the marginalized area of people, mga marginalized sector, and cared for them, right? Mm. People has many questions, but before he answers them, he showed them first how he cares. And I think that's the role of the church, to care first. Before, you know, try to give answers and even... Kasi kung minsan ganun tayo, napaka-defensive natin, no? Okay. Na parang to the point na because we are so defensive, we are actually exhibiting discriminatory behavior already. Yeah. No, may prejudice na, may bias na, no? Na parang nawawala yung pagiging yung humane natin sa ibang tao. Nawawala yung compassion natin. Yeah. So I think the role of the church is to be that healing community No, that instead for us judging other people right away, no, we sit with with their with we sit with their struggles, no, with how they are feeling, yung kanilang pain. Listen first before we speak. Yeah. No, I think that's very important. Then, na parang mm-hmm. um, ang tawag ko dun is Bible projectile. Na parang mm-hmm. ang napaka ano natin napakadali sa atin na pag may tanong and even may struggle, agad tayong may sagot. Hindi ba pwedeng makinig muna tayo before we throw Bible verses to the person, right? Okay, that we listen first and recognize and acknowledge their pain first and foremost, okay? Before we actually exhibit those, ano, medyo discriminatory um, and even judgmental attitude we have towards them, okay? Yes. It is so good. Yung Bible project. Tapos natutunan ko yan talaga sa'yo. Na, you know, kasi many people are like, for example, I had a stand about about suicide and they, and people are saying na no, people who who took their own lives are gonna go straight to hell. And I'm like, no. And they were like, no. <laughs> Babatahin ka nila ng verses and all that. Sabi ko, um... How is it, you know, how did we reach to a point where it's just so easy for us to pick a verse? And then, you know, it's like a stone that we use. You know, the adulterous woman? Tapos may mga bato yung tao sa paligid ng adulterous woman. It's like, the, you know, the, those stones. We pick up verses. The way they picked up stones, we pick up verses. And then we throw it against the person. And then that's the reason why, you know, uh, many quote-unquote Christians don't want to attend church anymore and they don't want to be um associated with the church anymore and that's really sad and they and and, and i really hope you know na tama yung sabi mo we we move from like you mentioned this before lagi kong tinatandaan we move from the cure model to the care model and because the care model is the jesus model right Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, with that, with, with saying all that, I'm sure 
many of our listeners will be able to really, you know, learn. Lagi kong sinasabi, everything na lumalabas um, sa mga bibig mo is very educational because you're that. Now, for you, how do you think can we educate the church then? The church leaders, the Christians, when it comes to caring for and journeying with people with mental health struggles, how can we educate them? May it be through social media or, you know, conducting seminars or maybe inside the church or within our discipleship groups. How can we educate them? You've already mentioned it, no? So many mm-hmm. seminars. Encourage them to... Um, encourage them to... Uh, to attend seminars and even listen to our podcast even at this time, right? <laughs> and hopefully for them to get some gems, okay, and even mm-hmm. perspective. Um, siguro then, no, uh, if there's an opportunity, for example, a, a youth leader or, you know, a pastor who, who, I don't know, who came to us and because one of his or her churchmate is experiencing a mental health issue, um, tungan natin sila. No, and hopefully, yung mga ganong situation would open up their minds on the reality of mental health issues, especially during this pandemic. No, napakadami nating naranasan because of the pandemic. Um, there's already like a rise of almost 25% to 35% increase of, ano na of depression of people who are experiencing depression and anxiety. Okay, we are now experiencing a mental health crisis. At this point. So, ibig sabihin yan, ramdam ng bawat isa sa atin yung, ano no, yung hirap ng pandemia, ng pandemic. Alright? And I think that's an opportunity for us to minister. No? To actually educate our brothers and sisters. No? Okay? When it comes to mental health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ang ganda ng sinabi mo, it's an opportunity to minister and not to, you know, to push people away. With all our theologies and whatnot, it's really an opportunity to minister, and that's the reason why we um, we uh, came up with and, and, and established and you know founded a mind love movement because we really wanted to create a safe place, um, even just virtually as of the moment. Because we cannot go out and conduct seminars or, or events, you know. Um, that can that could educate other people that could educate Christians and even those who do not associate themselves with the church um but just kahit digitally or virtually we at least we can create we, that's what we aim to do to create a safe place that's so that's so beautifully uh, said um so lastly ah uh, this is the last question that I have for you I wish we could extend but of course um you're a busy, busy bee. Uh, I cannot have you, you know, forever. I cannot. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, pero sobrang dami namin natutunan and sobrang daming matututunan ng mga tao talaga dito. Now, my last question is this. Kasi maraming lumalapit sa akin. Trust me, ang dami nagme-message, mahabang messages. Um, tinatanong nila, they're, they're losing hope kasi. People with mental health struggles. Um, they tend to lose hope. And I was one of them, you know. I used to be one of them. And kahit na, you know, I cannot just say na I was and I, I used to because I would really come to a point but in where I feel like there's no more hope. You know, papasok at papasok yung hopelessness and all that. So, may bang na-encounter ako ng mga tao where 
you know, they really feel like it's the end of the rope for them. Um, and they feel like they can no longer have um, healthy relationships and, you know, they can no longer live, you know, a quality of life. Now, my question is, is it really, is it still possible, Philip, um, for someone with mental health struggles to have a healthy and thriving, say, you know, dating relationship or marriage or, you know, any kinds of relationships and uh, while dealing with mental disorders? And um, what if yung tao na yun, what if only one person has it and, and you know, um, or both people have it? Like, for example, they're in a relationship. Yung isa may bipolar, yung isa wala. Yung, or parehong meron. I mean, is it possible for them to have a healthy relationship same as like in familial familial relationships possible ba na magkaroon ng healthy um relationship within the family kung yung anak may 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 mental disorder or yung magulang may mental disorder is that still possible it's possible but it's difficult all right, so we want to be realistic about it. It's possible to have a thriving, healthy marriage you know, and even healthy relationship romantically or even familial relationship. Possible naman siya. Yun nga lang, um, importante that the person who has health disorder has a consistent psychotherapy medication, hindi yung pwedeng matanggal, no? Yeah. Para ma-stabilize yung emotional component, right? And of course, other spiritual discipline that would help the person. Yeah. Um, another one, um, the carers, no? The one who are taking care of these people might also need social support, no? Might need to find a community wherein they can meet up with other family members and even, you know, romantic other romantic partners who also is dealing with people who have mental disorders to kind of like process their experiences and feel that they actually have the social support that they can get. Yeah. No. So in that way, that would, I don't know, that would come, that would, I know that would help them in navigating their own struggles as the carers of, I don't know, of people who has mental health concern. So is it possible? It's definitely possible. No, yeah. it's definitely possible, but then yun nga mahirap siya. And so kailangan kasi yan ng patience, commitment, no, consistency, yes. no. Na parang ang ang ting ang ano ko yan ang metaphor being a container, no. So the one who is taking care of the person who has mental health concern becomes like a container. So siya yung nagko-contain ng all the tension that you know that all this mental mental health concern is being manifested in the person's life. So, siya contain mm. Alright? And so, pag i-contain niya yun, syempre mahirap yun, di ba? Mm. Okay? Na parang it's like boiling inside. And so, kailangan niya ng vessel wherein that person can also um, process his or her emotional experience. Okay? So, yeah. possible siya. Possible but difficult. We just have to be realistic, right? Yes, definitely. Because I can ex- I experience that you know firsthand. It's it's possible, but it's really difficult. Um, because hindi lahat ng tao can you know 
um, or are able to handle someone with mental disorder, someone, for example, like myself with bipolar disorder. It's really difficult. You know, it takes a lot of, Philip. it takes a lot of patience and commitment and understanding and compassion, just like the Lord. Um, the Lord Jesus, right? Um, exemplify. He is actually that. He is he, because it says there in the Bible, love is patient, love is kind. He is that. And I think, you know, just to add, we were we wouldn't really be able to 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 care for people with mental health struggles if we don't experience, you know, the love of Christ firsthand, his care his patience, his understanding and compassion in our lives, right? So it really, that's where I think our relationship with the Lord steps in um, because it, his love enables us to, to, to care for people with mental health struggles because it's never going to be you know, a walk in the park, I tell you. It's never going to be a walk in the park. It's never like, oh, okay, she has bipolar. Come on, come on. Let's, let's, let's um, be boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, my daughter has bipolar. Oh, that's easy. I'm just going to, um, I'm just going to um, give her all the things that she needs, like uh, perhaps financially and all that. It doesn't, you know, stop there. Um, again, it's not a walk in the park. It's um, bloody sometimes um tedious and all that but by the grace of god i believe it's it's going to be possible yeah so i think do you agree with me i mean do you agree with me philip baka mali mali yung sinasabi ko dito sa podcast na definitely i agree with you <laughs> thank you so much for confirming and thank you again so much for gracing us with your presence and with you know your knowledge your wisdom everything that you know sobrang um it's so um you know rich of of wisdom that I believe, um, you know, definitely it comes from the Lord. Pero by with years of practice and journeying, also with people with mental health struggles, kaya mo to lahat. That's that's why you're able to to answer all these questions. Like you know, parang pang this universe lang kung sumagot, tama ba? Parang ema lang, Rabia Mateo lang, ganyan, or who else? Um, Pia words back. There you go. So, so, uh, it's so easy for you. And I really admire you. And I really, I look up to you. You know that. You're, I, I always tell you that you're, you're my pastor and friend all rolled into one. There you go. So, yes, again, thank you so much, um, Philip, for, for joining us and gracing us with your presence. Is there anything that would that you would like to promote? Or I know that you have something to promote. You got Bloomfields. And if you have any other like socials that you want to promote, uh, social media accounts, go ahead. The floor is yours. All right. Thank you everyone for tuning in. And please, please take care of your mental health. And if ever you're um, struggling with, you know, with any mental pain or suffering or so, please reach out. Don't hesitate 
to people you can trust, no? You can reach out my love movement, right? And then perhaps they can refer you to um to stop to us Bloomfields Wellness yes. Institute. No? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um Bloomfields Wellness Institute usually gives about like two free sessions, no? And you out if you're capable to actually pay no um some kasi medyo mahal talaga din naman yung mental actually. mental health services right so that's one and then um on June 5 we have a an anniversary the anniversary of our um poetry group and we call that social distancing okay and i think talk about mental health you know things like and of course poetry so you might want to um, tune in, okay? Just like our page, Tadhana, and yeah, there. Paula. Yes, thank you so much, Philip. Yes, Bloomfield. Uh, sorry. Yes, Bloomfields. Right, Bloomfields Wellness Institute. Um, we have to talk about it, right? You know, a partnership of my love movement and Bloomfields Wellness Institute. Um, we're gonna talk about that off air, <laughs> but yes, we want to refer people kasi ako like personally kapag may mga lumalapit sa akin I would always refer them to Philip to Bloomfield's Wellness Institute because um um he does it like you know he aces it ganun so yeah again thank you so much and ako naman I'll be the one who's going to promote again please join us on Saturday uh, 29th of May at 7 p.m. We will be launching Mind Love Movement in partnership with Unify Worship. And I'm the pastor of Unify Worship. So uh, Unify Worship is actually the worship team of Mind Love Movement. And I think we're going to have a guest. So watch out for that. Watch out for that. Definitely. So yeah, it's it has been a great uh, a great episode. One, it's actually my favorite episode, Philip. So thank you, thank you so much again um, for gracing us with your presence. Um, thank you, everyone who's listening. Don't forget to to share this podcast. You can uh, listen on this podcast. You can stream it on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Okay, you can you can stream it there and you can share it to your friends, everybody. So yeah, if you want to um, follow me on my socials on Facebook, you can look for at Paula Silvasa Official. My Twitter and Instagram is at Paula Silvasa. For my love movement, you can search for my love movement on Facebook and Instagram. That's at my love movement. And for the Twitter account, that's at, that's at my love MVMNT. And for Unify Worship, you can go ahead and search for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Unify Worship PH. There you go. So again, thank you so much for joining us. It has been a pleasure um, serving all of you and uh, walking with you. I hope that um, you were... you. You're you'll, you're all able to learn a thing or two, and you can just you know pass on everything that you have learned. All right. So like what Philip said, don't forget to take care of your mental health. I'll see you again next time. God bless y'all. See ya, toodles. <laughs>